Welcome to the Viewmasters. Farscape, episode 73, John Quixote. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am good. Good. Yes. How are you? I am well, thank you. That is pleasant to hear. <laughs> and it's actually John Quixote. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it my way. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, completely off topic, because that's what we do. It's not even two minutes in. Yep. Not even a full minute in. Nope. Let's do it. All right. Uh, the X-Men character. Professor X. <laughs> Mystique? Professor X. <laughs> As his codename is. Right, right. Charles. Yes. Uh, Xavier or Xavier? Uh, Xavier. I know it's wrong. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> His name starts with an X. They're called the X-Men. If you don't pronounce the X, it's just stupid. Should they be called the Zaymen? I don't think so. Charles Xavier. The prosecution rests. I was right, this was going to be comedy gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. No, that is, a, that is a thing that I have considered. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, I always thought that they were pronouncing the name of Xavier University wrong. Because <laughs> the first place I ever heard that name was on the X-Men cartoon. Alright. And it's Xavier. See, the first place I'd ever heard it was uh, Xavier University. Yeah. Different, different upbringings. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. <laughs> so it would actually be John Quizote. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Quizote. Qu Quizote. Yes. I, I miss Quizote. I, I, yeah. They were overpriced. They were a little overpriced, but tasty. Prime rib. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I liked the soups. At no. I never really got a, a soup from Quizotes. No. No. Uh, I think, didn't they have, like, a combo that was, like, a, a small sandwich? Could be. And a, and a soup. I usually just went for sandwich and chips. Yeah. Which is weird, because I love a soup. Yeah. And I have strongly, strongly felt that there's not enough places to get soup. Yeah. Soup kitchens. Okay. But not I'm, a fan. Not, uh, not like, high quality enough for you. I guess. I don't... I, I just... I just want to go to a restaurant to get a variety of soups. Yeah. Panera's got a lot of soups. They have, like, four soups. They have at least They have, six. like, two good soups. They have at least... At least two good soups. That's what I just said. <laughs> I said at least. <laughs> Meaning there are probably more. Okay. This is uh, the second time in as many weeks as we have brought up Panera on this podcast. <laughs> Creamy tomato. Broccoli cheddar. Probably cheddar's good. 
At least two. <laughs> At least two good soups. The cream of chicken and wild rice. All right, there you go. All right, three. There you go. Well, I'm sticking with two. Yeah. No, yeah. you don't like the creamy tomato? No, I don't like any tomato. I, the, the creamy tomato is made by the cheesy croutons, to yeah. be honest. That's yeah. the only reason I like that soup. I'm uh, not a fan of a tomato soup. No. no. All right. Tomatoes should be eaten as is or as a pasta sauce. Let's just eat it, eat it like an apple. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I always want to get extra tomatoes on a, uh, on a salad. Yeah. yeah. I love the tomato. All right. John Quixote. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so this episode happened. Hey, it did happen. We uh, sat through it. We did. <laughs> now it's time for, now. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Ben Browder wrote this one. Apparently. And, uh, and it shows. <laughs> Not entirely sure what that means. <laughs> Uh, first-time writer, probably. I don't know that he written anything else before that. Had he written previous episodes? Of uh, he may have written some previous episodes. Okay. I can't believe that he would have gone four seasons without at least writing an episode. I don't know. But I'm I mean, not sure either. We Tom, could look it up. Tom Welling went a lot of seasons of Smallville without doing anything other than mope. So, who knows? <laughs> he directed some. He did, but it was later. Uh, it was second season, I remember him oh, directing some. Second season? Yeah. You're drunk. It had to have been because I only watched it for one more season after that. <laughs> Did you watch through the uh, Jeff Loeb written Red Kryptonite episodes? Uh, I may have given that one a skip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I even had my uh, intense dislike for a Jeff Loeb at that point in time yeah. either. Yeah. I, think, uh, yeah, I think I was just done with it by that point. That's fair. Yeah. Reasonable. Because... Terrible show that was. <laughs> uh, I watched it for ten years. <clears throat> I regret everything. As long as you regret it. Yeah, I really do. Alright. We're all good. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Well, this is maybe he had written previous episodes. Yeah, I, I, I can't tell for sure. I don't have my phone on me. Yeah. I can't... Uh... I mean, I do have the magic uh, internet box here in front yeah, of me, but... Uh, that's busy. That would, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's recording stuff and showing us pictures. Yeah, you'd have to turn off the screensaver, and yeah. I would not enjoy that. Nope. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's, uh... uh it's wacky. It's, it's, it's wackadoo. Because <laughs> I, I think wacky is a good thing. Usually. And, uh... I enjoy wacky. Yeah, yeah. and this one, uh, I don't know. <laughs> there, there's a, uh, there's a distinct thing that happened to Farscape. Because, uh, like, first season, second season even, had some, had some wacky episodes. Mm -hmm. And they were fun, and they were funny, uh, and, and they're just crazy, and usually it involved uh, Crazy Crichton, who... Mm -hmm. I think we would agree is a joy. Oh yeah, we we love him. Yeah, uh, but it seems like season three, season four, every time there's a wacky episode, it is uh, awful. It's like they just take it too far. Yeah, like the cartoon episode from last season. Yeah, uh, which, which was cool. It, it 
was cool to see some of the stuff, but yeah. as like a just a story to have to sit through uh, <laughs> was was not fun. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, that's the only thing I can come away with this was that this was just not fun. Yeah. Despite their every intention, they tried very hard. <laughs> And there were fun elements. There were very fun elements, but but not enough to uh, make me ever want to go back and revisit this. Yeah, and I don't I don't really know what, like I know what they were trying to get at, right? But I don't think it was necessary. Not a bit. Like no. the the whole thing is basically about how conflicted Crichton is about. Scorpius being there and Aaron being back and the baby and and whether or not it's his and whatnot. Right. And we knew he was conflicted already. Right. Because we're not idiots. Right. And we're what five, six episodes into the season now. Yeah. Maybe more. I can't keep counts and yeah. my math is terrible. <laughs> uh, uh, seven. Okay. This is the seventh episode. Yeah, I was close with five or six. You were close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were either one or two off, depending on which you go with. Plus or minus two, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean it's it's pretty well established already. That yeah, he's that he's got some feelings about this that are oh one could say mixed, right? And uh, I don't know that we needed a whole episode devoted to driving that home. No, because I think uh, the last three minutes of the previous episode did that pretty damn well. Yeah, really, really well. Right. Yeah, uh, a, a a simple scene between. Ben Browder and Claudia Black uh, is greater than 45 minutes of this episode. Right. Uh, this episode, and yeah, and, and the message of this episode couched in just crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. That never happened. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> it's all in their heads. Uh, so... Crichton and Chiana are on one of the, the pods. Yeah, for they're... reasons... Who knows? Unknown. I think maybe they went somewhere to buy stuff. Maybe. That's sort of the impression that I got. I guess so. And so then Chiana apparently picked up one of those uh, game things from the David Cronenberg movie Existence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just started just just shoving it up inside of her. Yep, yep. Just right in, right in the gaping wound in her back. Yep. <laughs> By which I mean her butthole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she forces it upon Crichton. <laughs> oh, there's there's there are no gaping wounds <clears throat> in this one. We are we are joking, but uh, but yeah, she she's got it. It looks like she's got a bunch of them. Yeah, like she doesn't she say that one of them is porn? Right. I think. Yeah, and uh, they're like these sort of virtual, not virtual reality things. Um, I don't know. It's sort of like Inception. <laughs> like uh, my my uh, existence. Uh, yeah, existence definitely fits. Yeah. If uh, you've never seen that movie, it's it's all right. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> it's been a long time. I don't remember much about it other than the gaping back wounds. Right, right. How gross that is. Yeah, uh, I remember something about a dog. Yeah, uh, the dog was hiding weapons or okay. something like that. I remember the bone guns. Jude Law. Yeah, yeah. Jude Law and Jennifer Jason Leigh. That's right. The bone guns. 
like they're at dinner and then they're and they're like picking the bones off of the food and then they make guns out of them. Oh, okay. Something like that. Right. It's it's weird. I was I was uh, getting confused with uh video drone. Okay. In which uh James Wood grows a vagina in his stomach <laughs> and uh decides to hide a gun in it. And uh, later he goes back for it, and when he pulls out his hand, it is like a bro- a bony sort of cancer growth thing uh, that his whole entire hand has formed into. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Great movie. <laughs> that sounds really upsetting. Really good movie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Debbie Harry, James Woods. That's great. <laughs> but yeah, so uh so she's playing with her her thing. And uh yeah, she is. What, whatever it is. Her her Simon dildo. Uh and, yeah, uh, as we as we get a look at it later, it <laughs> looks like a, a sort of uh Yeah, it's uh it's a Simon dildo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> with flashing lights. Yeah. And uh nubbins. Yep. Yeah. And uh and so, so like she goes into the game, and then uh, while she's in the game, Crichton gets a distress call from Moya, or he calls over to Moya, and they're like, "Oh, there's something wrong with Scorpius," and uh, and so he's trying to get more information out of it. And uh, as he's doing that, Shiana comes out of the game, and then forces Crichton to go into it with her. Yep. And then wackiness. And it then seems. yeah, Shiana's fault. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so they're in this bullshit virtual world that's like a fairy tale. They are dressed in wacky clothing, mm-hmm. and uh, Stark is there. Yeah, he's the, the game master. Yeah. And uh, no, that, that's probably the one bright point of this episode is that we get to see a lot of familiar faces. We do. A lot of old friends are back in yeah. this one. Yeah. It was like a it's like a little reunion. Yeah, well, Stark said that he uh that he created the game, right? And uh and it's based on parts of Crichton's brain, right? Psychology, I don't know. Something. So, so yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of pieces of him are included in the game. Right. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, you know, wherever Stark went to, I guess he became a game maker. Yeah, he bought Sega. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, no one else is using it. <laughs> <laughs> he mostly wanted Sonic the Hedgehog. Right. And I don't think they even have that anymore. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> so, bad investment, Stark. You can buy it on the PlayStation Network. I, I know. Because <laughs> I have. And that is a hard game. Yeah. <laughs> I used to play that game on my computer. Yeah. I had a, a PC version, and it was great. And uh, and I liked this. It was a CD-ROM. Yeah. And I liked it because I could listen to the music from the game like it was just a regular music ah, CD. Yeah. That was cool. I right. liked that. I uh, bought the. I downloaded the uh, the game on the the PlayStation Network a couple of years ago. I think I made it three levels in <laughs> and couldn't get any farther. <laughs> and uh, one day, I, I don't know, I was just killing time, and so I decided, well, what the hell. And uh, was continuing, not able to uh, get beyond that third level, when uh, my friend came over 
and uh, she saw that I was having trouble, and then immediately beat that level. <laughs> I'm sure it's a thing that once you realize what to do, it seems super obvious. Uh, no, not to me. No, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so did you know? Did she, did she tell you how she did it? Uh, no, no. And well, um, then, I've, I've then never. What a bitch. I've never <laughs> gone back to it because uh, I'm pretty much. Putting it as, uh, you know, when she she was a much bigger gamer than I was as a kid. Mm-hmm. And so she, you know, must have just played it a million times. And this was, like, my first time ever playing that game. Yeah. Uh, as a 33-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever age I was when I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just, uh, it's just ingrained to her. And to me, it is just uh, a foreign, horrible thing. Sure. <laughs> When I was a kid, one of my neighbors had a Sega, and I really wanted to get one because all I had was an Atari. Yeah. And uh, I decided I was going to save up and buy one, and I think I got twenty-five bucks saved, which was about a quarter of the way there at the time. Uh, and then I realized how many comics I could buy right. for twenty-five dollars. So I bought comics instead and never got a Sega. <laughs> Story of my life. I like it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I I'm, like it. I'm pleased with how it turned out. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so they're in this virtual reality game thing, and and uh, as you said, we see a lot of familiar faces. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, and uh, but uh, you know, it's all filmed crazy, and there's split screens, and you know, the whole uh, Darren Aronofsky camera strapped to your chest kind of thing going mm-hmm. on, and just like what uh, what someone who had never seen the cliché MTV style of filmmaking would uh, film if they had only been described what it was. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah that's, that's absolutely right. <laughs> and can we talk about the split screen for a second? Okay. That was garbage. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. It was mostly all garbage. (laughs) Not just the split screen. Not just the split screen. But those parts in particular. When you can't... Because it's all like during action scenes. Right. And... And you, it, it's, it looks like they filmed it at normal size. Right. And then just scrunched it. Uh Uh-huh. And then put two action scenes right next to each other. And it's all really fast. And you can't tell what's happening. There's bizarre angles and... It's awful. Yeah. It is just just as as cinematography. Yeah. This episode is fucking awful. Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> Except when we actually pull back and have a TV show like normal people. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 good when they're not trying to be cute. Yeah. Uh and and so you know, spoilers. Uh, there, there comes a part where where Chiana and John break free of the game because mm-hmm. somehow they were stuck in it. Uh, they they managed to get back in contact with Moya, and Scorpius has escaped, and then that is like, the big thing that is happening. And so they make it back, and uh, Scorpius has taken over the ship, and uh, he has somehow implanted like mind control devices on everyone mm-hmm. and uh he is like a puppet master and uh, anything that happens to him 
uh, will affect the person he is controlling, which uh, is everyone. Which is everyone. Uh, so he, he imprisons John, uh, you know, revealing his grand plan that uh, you know he is uh, you know, still wanting the, the wormhole technology. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of these parts are great. Yeah. I was invested. I was intrigued. I was like, thank Christ that we are not dealing with this pointless fucking video game thing anymore. <laughs> I can't say that I was invested. I was invested. Okay. <laughs> because I bought it. Yeah. I did not buy it. I thought it was too easy. Yeah. <laughs> and and I noticed uh, when when we didn't see Sokozu uh-huh. at all, uh, that was what it was like, oh, Stark doesn't know her, so she's not in the game. Right. Yeah, so I figured it out. I think I was on alert. Because of the previous, the previous episode, right, right. where I thought it wasn't real, right, until I was actively looking for clues, like I didn't, I didn't believe it. I uh, I thought about that episode uh, as we were watching this because you know, we we did discuss that entire episode felt like it was an illusion. Yeah, and uh, here we have this episode, which is mostly all an illusion. Yeah, and uh, did did like I think I was just. So optimistic to have the video game stuff end <laughs> <laughs> that I just wanted it so bad. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it it would have been nice. Yeah. And, and because you know it was a return to classic Scorpion, mm-hmm. Scorpius. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and seemed like a viable threat, and there was cool things happening. Yeah, and uh, you know, and uh, you know, they still used the the game shit to, you know, turn it into a plot device. Yeah. To, to defeat Scorpius. Yeah, yeah. At that point, I started to doubt it. Right. But but yeah, it didn't last. No. Uh, so it turns out that they were still in the game the entire fucking time. <laughs> and so then we're back to the colorful rooms and the crazy costumes and the bullshit cinematography. Yeah. And fuck you episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, th- this show, uh, this episode uh, did give us some nice things. It did. Uh, it gave us the uh, the return of uh, fan favorite uh, lady love for Crichton. Yeah, PK Tech Girl. Yes, it did. Which was really nice. Uh, I don't know if it's a fan favorite, but we're fans, and it's our favorite. Yeah, I am a fan, and she's my favorite. Yep. <laughs> Aside from Aaron. Of Aside course. from Aaron. Yeah. yeah. She's a strong number two. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was nice to see her again. Yeah, even if it was super briefly. Yep. Uh, super, super briefly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't... Like, literally in passing. Yeah, I uh, literally in passing and probably not more than a minute worth of screen time. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, but then, let's see, who else do we get? We get, uh, we get Jewel, she's back for a, a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly. Uh, <laughs> and even in the confines of a game, still annoying as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that was part of the game, so right. I, I let her pass on that one. Right. She wasn't being herself. That's true. Yeah, she kind of was. Okay. Crease? Yeah, was he the ogre? He was the ogre. I did not recognize him. He was 
very well made up. Yeah. Definitely. It also didn't have a sheep. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a little let down by that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, he was the, the the monster who is the, the husband to uh, Princess Aaron. Yes. Yeah. Which was my favorite thing. <laughs> it's pretty great. Princess Aaron uh, is a southern belle. Yeah. With a lisp. With a lisp. <laughs> and, uh, and blonde. Long blonde hair. Yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. It is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Aaron is the best part of this episode. <laughs> uh, through and through. In, in the real world uh, Aaron and in the, the video game Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. All of her incarnations, yes, are the are the best. Yep, best character on the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, then we get the return of Zan. Yeah, As big old fat guy Zan. Big old fat guy Zan. <laughs> big old gross breast milk drinking Zan. <laughs> Just like we remember. Besides, I always, you know, that's my favorite part about Zan, is that uh, she comes in sunlight, right? And uh, she has breast milk that is alternately acidic or rejuvenatory, right? And she's a big fat guy. And she's a big fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> like we remember. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, this is all hearsay, just from what I remember one of my friends telling me about when, when Farscape first was on the air, and how Zan got kicked off the show with Virginia Hay, mm-hmm. uh, because she sort of was uh, just crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. I like, did not like know that. She just started buying into the whole hippie mysticism of uh, her character. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, apparently it just got to be too much, and so they, they let her go. Uh, so when we... <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> like, she's really annoying between takes, so she's fucking fired. <laughs> oh, she's great on the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, again, this is all just, uh, hearsay from yeah. what my friend told me, so... Yeah. Who knows what the actual reasoning is, uh, but clearly there was a reason. Yeah. And they, they got the fuck rid of her. <laughs> <laughs> and so... When... That guy Zan shows up. I thought that is really cruel. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a big fuck you. To yeah. Virginia Hay. Yeah. And, and considering that Ben Browder wrote this episode, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is just awful. Ben Browder, you are a terrible man. <laughs> they never got along. I guess not. It's probably in that uh, first season episode where uh, she just grabbed his cock. Probably. And uh, he just, uh, you know, he was done. Yeah, yeah, he did not appreciate that. Did that not. Was unscripted. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, hey, Ben, so uh, in this scene, I was thinking I might just grab your junk. Uh, you want to just go with it? And he's like, no. <laughs> She's like, okay, well, I'm going to do it anyway. And action. <laughs> It happened and it was on the show. Yeah. <laughs> and then two and a half seasons later, she was fired. <laughs> it took him that long. It was, he didn't have that much pull to begin with. It was just a slow-building rage. They really thought that James Simcoe was going to be the, the breakout star of the, of the series. 
Anthony. And whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My point is proven. <laughs> Who is James Simcoe? I, I don't know. know. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, so, uh, so Zan is a fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> Who gets beaten up a lot. Who gets, he does get beaten up a lot, yeah. 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 And, 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 uh, uh, feeds Crichton his breast milk. Yeah. Which is alternately acidic yeah. or rejuvenating. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gross. Uh-huh. It's awful. Yeah. Uh, so, uh. So, uh, yeah, so, so Crichton, uh, is forced to play through the video game as is, mm-hmm. uh, and follow the rules of the game. Uh, there's no Grand Theft Auto style going on here. This is not a sandbox video game. <laughs> you can't just swing around like Spider-Man. Cannot. Cannot just glide around Gotham and beat up random thugs. <laughs> you cannot drag a hooker into a car and kill her. Well, you can. Probably. <laughs> not on this show. But not on this show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can do any of those I mean, things we just said. Let's be honest, a hooker's life is not really worth anything. It's true. It's true. <laughs> if, if television has taught me nothing else. <laughs> they are human fodder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, so the whole point of this game is he has to uh, free the princess. Yeah. Uh, so he, he goes and he fights, uh, the ogre and, and, uh, goes to free, uh, Princess Aaron, uh, and kisses her, and, uh, when that happens, uh, nothing, nothing happens. Yeah. Uh, then he realizes that, uh, it's not his princess he's, uh, supposed to be fighting for, and so he goes through the game again and, uh, finds the real princess of the game, Fat Guy Zan. Yeah. Because it's Stark's game. I really thought that he was going to kiss Fat Guy Zan. I really thought so, too. <laughs> I thought that was going to happen. It's a progressive show. Yeah, and I would have been okay with it. Me, too. Yeah. Because at this point, I've already convinced myself that this entire episode is just a big fuck you to Virginia Hay. Yeah, and he is already uh, partaking of Fat Guy Zan's boob milk. Right. So, you know... <laughs> At that point, you're familiar enough with a person. Right. You could probably kiss them. Sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so this is uh, Stark's game, and Stark's princess is Anne. And uh, so, so Crichton uh, then takes his sword and cuts <laughs> Zan in half. Yeah. Vertically. And, yeah. Uh, and just right up and down the middle. And, uh, and he disintegrates into pixels. And reforms as Zan. Yay! Regular Zan. Virginia Hayes, Zan. Virginia Hayes, Zan. Yay. Although I was also doubtful of that yeah. until I saw the end credits. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think that they'd recast her? I thought maybe a recasting, because, I mean, you're just going to cover up a lady in a bald cap and a ton of blue makeup. Yeah. I mean, good. Yeah. <laughs> or... Or, I thought, uh, you know, maybe they'd been saving all of their special effects budgets and uh, just uh, recreated her via CGI. They, they clued her. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and uh, uh, just took bits of all of her dialogue from the previous seasons. <laughs> Isn't that what they did with Isaac Hayes on uh, South Park? 
I don't know. For his last episode? Could be. Yeah, I think because uh, he'd become a Scientologist. Yeah, that's right. And so they made fun of it a lot. Yeah. And uh, he didn't want to do it, so they wrote him out of the show, but they used dialogue of his from previous episodes <laughs> in his final episode. And it was seamless. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I could could have seen them doing that. Sure. <laughs> but, no, it was nice to have... It was actually a, her. ...a human person. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, just last episode, we were talking about how much we missed her. Yeah. And uh, and here we have her back, if, if uh, even just briefly. Yeah. And uh, it was good to see her. I agree. Yeah. And then we cut back to the ship, and fucking Naranti is there. <laughs> <laughs> Ruining everything. <laughs> As fucking <laughs> always. Reminding us again why we want Zan back. <laughs> yep. Here is Zan, the thing you can never have. Here is Naranti, the thing you are stuck with. <laughs> so really, that's from Ben Browder, a fuck you to the fans. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Why does he hate us so much? <laughs> I've I've gone on record as saying I wish he was in more stuff. Mm-hmm. And in here he is just pissing all over me. Yeah. Fucking Durant. I don't I don't get it. Maybe 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 someone higher up forced him to to add a Duranty scene. Maybe. They're like, you know, I mean, you had Sakozu in, like, in that first two minutes of the show, uh, but uh, you don't have Naranti anywhere. Yeah. You, you gotta throw her in. She's a part of this crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, you know, it's it's important that you show her, either her or Sakozu, right. uh, to, to really drive home that you're not in the game anymore. Right. Because that was part of how Crichton figured out that he was still in the game. Right. Could have shown Sakozu. <laughs> Could have shown Sakozu. She is perfectly fine. Would have been very happy with that. Uh huh. She is a perfectly fine character and perfectly fine to look at. Yes. And not in the least bit a fucking irritation. <laughs> and she doesn't have a creepy third eye that just opens and closes for no reason. Yeah. Lazily. I did. Yeah, on top of it. That. It's a lazy third eye. That's weird. How does that work? <laughs> Do you know. think on Despero's planet that they're they're like an outcast society lazy of third people eyes. with lazy third eyes? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> you know, uh, I've I've known quite a few people with lazy eyes. Maybe they just need to put an eye patch over it you yeah. know, for a while. We'll let the eye rest up. How about uh, wear a hat <laughs> or that on on the on Kalinor or Despero's Okay. Or, uh, as far as Naranti goes, just not be on this fucking show. Yeah, that'd be nice. I would take that, too. (laughs) Why has she not accidentally stumbled into the airlock yet? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, There's so many terrible things that could happen to her, and none of them have. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So this episode also marks the beginning of uh, Crichton's addiction to (laughs) painkillers. Because uh, at the end of the episode, he's talking to Naranti, uh, and uh, and she's talking about how conflicted he is, which, wow, thanks for explaining the episode that we didn't need to see anyway. <laughs> and uh, and she offers him some root that she pulled out of her butt. Probably. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> like, she's got it in a pocket, probably. 
Probably not. It's probably from her butt, yeah. yeah. She has no problem giving the crew of Moya things that have come out of her body. Yeah. Uh, but she offers this thing to him and, and says that it will uh, ease the pain uh, that comes with thinking of uh, Aaron, yeah. at least temporarily. Yeah. So I can see him abusing that. Sure. Thanks a lot, yeah. Auntie. Yeah, thanks, Auntie. <laughs> thanks for ruining a growing show. <laughs> you know, now that I'm thinking of it, I don't think that there's any coincidence to first get being canceled during the same season that Naranti becomes a member of the cast. That's true. You're probably absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. The, the Ted McGinley yeah. of Farscape. Yep. Uh, and you know what? Ted McGinley's not even the Ted McGinley of anything. No. Is Ted McGinley the Naranti of shows? Ted McGinley is great. Yeah. <laughs> I do like Ted McGinley. Ted McGinley is awesome. But he's, he's, he's a thing. He's He's got the thing about him, but yeah. it is completely untrue. Because, <laughs> uh, as he will tell you, you know, he joined uh, Married with Children, and that show went on for like ten more years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And he was also the voice of Aquaman in the last episode of Batman. Brandon That's it was the last episode. You see? I see. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So, yeah, this episode happened. It happened, and we sat through it, and, uh, yeah. God damn it, Farscape. I want you to be good. Yeah. Uh, that That is with everything that I've ever experienced and then talked about on a podcast <laughs> it all comes from a place of disappointment because mm-hmm. i know you can do better yeah 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 maybe our uh, maybe our struggle with farscape is similar to don quixote's tilting at windmills in in hopes of finding a good show quizote <laughs> We are very quizotic. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to the View Masters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.